We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Through unique sharings from amazing souls around the world that will help you feel more inner freedom, clear direction, and inner strength to do what you have come to do, Enthusiastically Spiritual's mission is to help inspire more enthusiasm for you to follow through with your heart's desires. If you are inspired by this podcast and would like to help support it, please feel free to follow the show notes that say, support this show. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. For most of my life, Believe it or not, I didn't believe in soulmates. Sure, I bought into the Cinderella story then someday finding my prince, but in my heart, I didn't feel it. How could someone find their soulmate? How long would that take? This lifetime and a couple more lifetimes? My guest today has walked through unique aspects of life that has allowed him to master his relationships with others by mastering the relationship he has with himself. His name is Alan Knight. And he is a former Zen monk who has created a unique formula that combines Eastern philosophy and Western philosophy to help people unleash their personal magnetism to impact the world around them. With so much stress and anxiety in our world today, his program helps people to transform shyness, feelings of timidity and insecurity into life-changing confidence and boldness. He has been a communication coach for over 25 years. His programs are practical and highly transformational. They go beyond motivational hype and theoretical learning as you gain a self-coaching system for life. In 90 days, you will gain levels of assertive confidence that will dramatically impact your life, love, and career forever, guaranteed. Alan Knight obtained a master's degree in education from McGill University in Montreal, where his thesis was all about mastering our relationships with others by mastering the relationship we have with ourselves. He is the author of a book called Mind Gone Wild, Finding Freedom Within the Chaos, and the creator of the Assertive Confidence Zen Zone Mindset Training and Certification Program. He is also the creator of the Soulmate Revolution. Welcome, Alan. Wow. With a welcome like that, I should be interviewing you. That was wonderful. (laughs) Can I acknowledge you? and say you're the first person that's ever, ever introduced me that I know you were reading to some degree the bio out, but you read it in a way that you weren't reading it. It was very personalized. So I acknowledge you for that. Well, thank you, sir. I very much appreciate that. Been working at it a little while, so I'm glad to know that it's working, Alan. So. It is. It's, it's working. Well, you know, when I read your bio, Alan, you had me at Soulmate Revolution, and I know you and I talked recently and had our a little conversation and, you know, um, a virtual chat about Soulmate Revolution. And 
why there's so many people like right now trying to find a soulmate. You know, it's really amazing. It's so it's so uh, important, not important. It's so timely that we're talking about this because when I was 19 years old, 19 years old, I looked around me and I said, how few amazing relationships. I saw the technology was exploding and yet our interpersonal skills. And it really bothered me that so many of the, the 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 examples of relationships were dysfunctional around me, including my own. And so I had this vision that one day I would launch, at that time I was going to call it the nightclub, K-N-I-G-H-C, my last name, and bring a little chivalry back, which I think we can use a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it morphed into Soulmate Revolution. And after 25 years of coaching and training and focusing on entrepreneurs with the Assertive Confidence Program. So many, especially my women friends, my women clients, colleagues said, Alan, you've got to start the soulmate revolution. After COVID, especially people are disconnected more than ever. So about a month and a half ago, I said, that's it, I'm doing it. And ever since I made that decision, magic has been happening. The things going on to launch this program and this concept is amazing. So it's very timely that we talk about it. Without a doubt. and so. Um, I didn't believe in soulmates (laughs) and then I found mine. I mean, it's ironic, but you know, like your thesis was about doing your own inner work. And that's what I had to do, Alan. I had to do my work. He did his work. And then we came together at the right timing. So is this something that you see in other people that you work with? Or is it, you know, how, how do you find, see people find their soulmates? Well, the first thing I think I need to do is clarify what I mean, at least I mean to myself about soulmates. Obviously, to me, soulmates are deep connections. We use the term soulmate quite loosely. And I don't even think we have one soulmate. We have many soulmates. We have friends soulmates, business soulmates, family soulmates, and we have more romantic soulmates, even twin souls. I believe that. I believe I found uh, my twin soul who passed away 12 years ago. So I think they're deep, deep connections. How I feel about it is it depends when you meet a deep connection in the journey that you're both on. If the two of you meet and there's an amazing connection, which I've had several, I call them, I think they're called karmic soulmates, where you learn some heavy lesson. So the connection might be profound and you might be soulmates of a kind, but in many ways you could push each other away. One, they call it runner, the chaser and the the chaser and the runner, I think one chases, one runs away from it is because if we haven't done the inner work, like Kubler-Ross was saying, if you want to attract dysfunctional relationships, they're all around. But if you want to attract a high quality relationship, like you have, Teresa, she said, you better do the inner work. And that's why years ago, when I had the concept in my mind of developing the Soulmate Accelerator program, I knew that it was going to be based on first dealing with the inner soulmate, which happens to be the first seven of my nine steps, and then communicating with others, then taking that unconditional love that we have for ourselves and walk around like an unconditional love machine, giving up, I call it the soulmate vibe, then we're in a lot greater position for that person to walk in our life, just like your, is it your husband or your boyfriend? Yes, husband, yes. As your husband did. So some people are really ready for that high quality. Others need to do more work on their inner soulmate. And that a lot of people who go through my training are in that category. Mm-hmm. Totally believe that. Also because Tom and I talk about how we 
like the timing we met was perfect. Like if I met him five, 10 years earlier, I would not have been ready. And he too, he wouldn't have been ready to have me who which I'm a pretty strong woman and I, you know, know what I want and I'm kind of like that. And so, and he's more chill. He's in, in his, you know, his own different, unique vibration. So, but the work that we both did separately came, brought us together. So there's you no, did, no you, question. You did it the right way. And that's wonderful. Congratulations. Cause as far as I'm, I'm concerned, we talk a lot about business success and money and external things, and they're all important and they're all good, but nothing replaces having deep connections in our life. So congratulations for that. You've done a lot of great work and he has. Thank too. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. When I, and it's funny because we've waited lifetimes, a couple lifetimes to get back together because we know some of our past lives together. And See, so here's one factoid that you and Tom is Tom, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neither you or Tom know this, but I'm going to tell you this. Okay. What really happened is Tom and you met in a past life, came to my program, did the inner work, and then came <laughs> back in this lifetime and are together now. You know, that would not surprise me one just bit, Alan. Just teaching, just teasing. <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me, like like on the the um the holographic realm or whatever, right? Like we came together, we went back. You know, nothing surprised would surprise me at there's all. A bigger, there's a bigger picture for all of us. For sure. So let's talk a little bit about how you got to where you're at, Alan. So former Zen monk. So what was that about? Well, when I was 13, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and told she had six months to live. She lived for about 15 years. So my mother was kind of my first role model of the power of the human spirit. And then I took a bachelor in psychology second year. My my father died when I was 19. I was confused. I knew I wanted to teach people, help people speak, train, coach, didn't know how, took a year off, traveled the world, went country to country to country to country, city to city. And then I said every time, oh, is that all there is? Oh, is that all there is? Oh, is that all there is? And then I had a life-changing experience where I came that close to dying on the desert, which scared the heck out of me. And then when I came back to Montreal, where I currently live, I met these two people that were living at the Zen Meditation Center, and they had these calm, clear, centered eyes. And I and, and they invited me and there were 40 of them, all with calm, clear eyes. I said, I want that. So I moved in, became a Zen monk for nine years until I missed women too much. Then I left the monastery. So you feel that may have been a lot. Well, some of what you're put together for yourself. Did that help? Oh, absolutely. Well, it helped in the sense that absolutely. I got what I want out of that through the meditation, through the chanting, through my experience. I tapped into what I call that calm, clear Zen zone. The thing was, and that's what, what I learned, is that we don't have to be a monk or nun to achieve that. Plus, when I went back into society, I was still a bit of a basket case because I hadn't developed the other areas of my life. So that led me to my master's degree in counseling psychology when I wrote that thesis about relationships with others starts with the relationship you have with yourself. And then when I started exploring the profession of coaching, I looked at all the range of life coaching and rah-rah seminars, attended many, benefited by all of them. But I saw that something was missing, that a lot of people were just getting hyped up and then they go back to the way they were. A lot of people were not really at a high level of self-mastery, even if there was a lot of spiritual development, including myself. So I then explored putting the pieces together step by step in a more holistic approach to training that connects the mind to the emotion, to the intuition, to our physical action, to our communication. So as people go through it, it speeds up the process 
of communicating with others with impact from the inside. And then it becomes like a self-coaching system for life and it transforms all your relationships. That's why I put it together in that way. Beautiful. And I know like um, when I read your bio, how it talked about, you know, helping people transform their shyness, their insecurities. I mean, like, you know, there's so much, so much right now, especially from the COVID, from the isolation, and then just really social inequity. I mean, people just don't know how to act socially, especially the young people these days. It's, it's quite alarming how disconnected people are to themselves. And then, you know, God forbid someone else, like trying to, you know, have a conversation and look people in their eyes. I mean, like everything that I grew up going, this is things you need to do. You need to interact. You need, you know, to have relationships and to really go out in the world. And so I'm sure your programs help that, right? Well, it helps. I mean, the thing about social media and the thing about the younger people versus, you know, older generation like myself, I think there's positive in every era. Mm-hmm. And so obviously I use social media because it's very beneficial and it expands so many things in my life. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I've got my priority straight, which is what you're talking about, that a lot of younger people have not brought up with the bottom line interpersonal human skills, which I think we really need to get back to. So like everything else, I think it's a moderation and a balance. But everything that I teach people, it's first and foremost about accepting, loving respecting themselves like their own child, and then in stages communicating with more effectiveness and impact in all our communications. That could include writing online. It could include me being in a Zoom call with you. It could be going out for a coffee date. It could be navigating a leadership situation in business. It doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter if it's online, offline. If we're living in a a state of happiness and content and joy and compassion and love and wisdom that just flows out of us, it permeates every aspect of our life. So I'm not too quick to identify whether this is better or this is worse, because the younger people might have an edge on a lot of us older people with their navigation of social media. I think each person has to choose to find the way that works for them. And that's what I believe, you know, sort of a more of a moderate, moderate kind of point of view, I guess. Yeah, I like that a lot, Alan, because you're right. I totally believe that the generations come in to experience what we're going through now collectively, what we're going through now, you know, individually. And just like I came in in the 60s, they're coming in in the 2000 and the 20, you know, 2010s or whatever you call it. And so really, like, just like when you came in, I mean, you came in to experience what you experienced throughout your life. So like sometimes my mom will say things like, oh, it's just not, and I've heard other people say this too, like, it's not a good time to bring kids into the planet. I'm like, why is it not? I mean, like when I was born in 68, there was so much chaos going on in the bigger picture. And I came in and I've had a great life and I've loved every experience I've had throughout, you know, the decades I've been alive. So I agree with you that is, you know, there's benefits of being, you know, a young person right now. And they're really smart with all the technology and, and there is just going to be a different generation coming up just like all of us were. Yeah, and I think there there's something to be said about the fact that social media has kind of magnified and exacerbated things that have always been there. Because when I look at people who are so preoccupied with their stature, fame, fortune online, and everyone's flaunting, and you look and everyone's half naked and all these ways, it's very easy to condemn that. And, you know, it's something that bothers me how a lot of people are that insecure where they got to sort of 
sort of promote themselves in, a, in an unbalanced way, or I, I don't know what, I can't think of the word right now, but inappropriate way or ineffective way. But then I think back when I was 21, where we just had one phone at home, and I was I had I was the most insecure guy being compared to my brother and everything. I was shy, I was insecure, I was so self-critical of my body image. And I had all these things that just was more quiet then, and we didn't have social media to expose them. Now people are out there in the world getting exposed, but they're getting exposed to the same thing. So as bad as it could look, the transformation of the planet could be enhanced as well, is the other way to look at it. Without a doubt, I totally agree with that. So let's talk a little bit about a little deeper about mastering the relationships we have with ourselves. So I think this is a big topic because for me, it's and what I've learned and where I'm at right now, it's it is about doing my inner work. So how do you help people with that part of their journey? Well, the best way to describe the uniqueness, because I get that question a lot, what's unique about my program mm -hmm. is that when I first set out to do something like this, I asked myself the question, I said, Alan, do you want to be a motivational speaker and not limited to that, which is fine, nothing wrong with that. Do you just do you want to be a coach, a life coach and counsel people? And I thought about it and I said, well, when I went to Vancouver, and I started to get into this profession, people would come to my office. And I would ask them to to how much work they had done on their personal development. And many of them said, Oh, I've done tons read books, rah-rah seminars, life coaching, spent five, 10, sometimes 20, $25,000 on self-development. Yet most of them or many of them still procrastinated, still had a, a hyperactive mind, still suffered from lack of confidence or social anxiety, and the list goes on. And I said, something is clearly wrong. If they're investing all this time and money in this self-development and spiritual development, and they're not getting to the level they're looking, something must be wrong. And then the light bulb went on. If you, Teresa, were a physical fitness trainer, and I'm 100 pounds overweight and terrible shape, you don't get me into a rah-rah seminar or even read books. You get me on a program in the gymnasium. And I said, if that's true for physical fitness, the same could be true for inner and verbal fitness. And I always wanted to connect the self-development with the communication mastery, I felt they, they really go hand in hand. And there's way too emphasis, I believe, on mindset, mindset, mindset. Mindset's important, but it's not the only thing. So that what led me to explore and, the, and to create my own training system that I want to be sure that I wasn't just going to be adulated because I'm a good speaker or a good coach and I inspire people. I wanted to teach them to become their own coach. So when they go through my program, what they're left with is a system in place. So if they get off track, they know exactly how to get back on track and never need Alan Knight again. Now, a lot of my competitors won't like me to say that, but I don't care if I just train them once and they never come back to me. I'm not interested in just using, you know, manipulating people so I can keep selling them on higher packages. I'm not saying I'll never sell other things, but that wasn't my focus at all. So that's what led me to, to develop a practical system that sort of connected all the dots. I like that a lot, Alan, because <clears throat> that's what Tom and I do in our work with TNT Spirit Works is that it's about helping people connect with their spiritual side, their intuition, their guidance, their energy, and then go off and do your work, like go off and live life. And, okay. you know, maybe work with us occasionally or whatever once, but it's really giving them the tools. And Even then off you go. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And even with the soulmate, you know, some people ask me with the soulmate revolution, is it going to turn into a soulmate dating site? And I never want to be responsible for matching people up. However, <clears throat> what I teach people is that if you deal with your inner soulmate, you don't need the soulmate network. If there's a soulmate network, that's great. But you're going to find your soulmate that could come from anywhere. And we might have a soulmate network in the sense of network on Facebook or meet other people who've graduated, But I'm which would be a great kind of uh, ultimately an idea for, for someone to run a dating site. And who knows what's going to happen out of that? I don't know. But but the point is through the inner soulmate, like you well know as you attracted Tom. By the way, I would be interested to know one day how you met Tom. That would be a fascinating. Yeah, Maybe we can talk on that. We, we can have another uh, coffee chat online about that one sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd love to interview maybe both of you. That would be great. That would be super. Would love it. You know, the other thing that comes to me as you're talking to Alan is, the fact that what's unique about your program is you, you, oh. your uniqueness, your, oh. you know, we're all unique beings and you, your energy, what you've experienced, what you've been through this lifetime and many other lifetimes before this, you know, the accumulation of, of the eons of time of what makes up, you know, the soul who's Alan this lifetime. That's what's yeah. damn unique about it. Well, that, that, that's a nice way to hear it. Thank you so much. I take that as a very nice compliment. Good. I hope you do because you're a really cool guy and, you know, you put together a lot for yourself and now it's bringing it to the, you know, the masses and helping other people find their soulmate and learn how to master their energy and connect with themselves. Right. Absolutely. So where do people go to find you, Alan? Well, there are different ways. Uh, the two, the landing, we have a new, relatively new landing page called soulmaterevolution.com where people can do a five-minute quick quiz, a soulmate quiz. They'll get some answers. And then from there, intermittently, we'll send some videos and information and keep them updated on the soulmate revolution. Uh, they could uh, also book a call with me at bookacallwithallen.com. If somebody uh, might attend, we also do webinars once every couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll keep in touch about that as well. Uh, and uh, I also have alanknight.com, which is my general site, which has more to do with assertive confidence, not so much a soulmate revolution, but so much of what I teach about assertive confidence is applicable to the soulmate revolution. Very little of it is different. But alanknight.com and soulmaterevolution.com would probably be the best ways to get in touch with me. So they kind of go hand in hand, your programs. Really, they do, because I like to say soulmate revolution, soulmate soulmate with a Zen zone mindset. It's all part of the same thing. The inner soulmate, the first program that I developed that I call assertive confidence is about assert yourself in communication with confidence, which implies the confidence within. So assertive confidence, outer and inner, again, going back to my communication from the inside out kind of approach to things. And then once they gain that inner confidence and inner assertiveness, then that radiates out. And hello, let's talk about the soulmate revolution then, right? Well, they could come in in either way because the soulmate mm -hmm. revolution deals with the inner soulmate too. They both really deal with, so whether they come in the doorway of assertive confidence or soulmate revolution, they're still going to go through the same seven steps of the inner development, the inner power. I just use different terminology for the soulmate, but not everyone's going to come through the soulmate. Some people will want to learn public speaking, networking, presenting, selling, leadership. They come through the the, the uh, sort of confidence sort of banner or doorway. Mm -hmm. But it, it's all for the same purpose. 
Awesome. And you also have a freebie for the listeners or watchers this week. Yeah, I sent you a link. And if they, mm -hmm. they just click on that link, they'll get the first 34 pages of my book called The Soulmate Revolution. So uh, yeah, for sure, uh, they get a freebie. And also, I'll say another thing. Anybody who's heard this program wants a 30 to 45 minute complimentary assessment on what might be holding them back from attracting their soulmate. Uh, I'm happy to go into depth. It's complimentary. If there's a fit for coaching or training, great. If not, it's absolutely complimentary. Awesome. Well, that's something good. And I'll definitely have um, all those links in the show notes so people can connect with you and learn ways to better who they are as souls and, and get out there and either work it, play with it, meet other people and just damn enjoy life. Sounds good, Teresa. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alan, for coming on today and your amazing enthusiasm and sharing your soulmate revolution and how to do that Zen mindset. Thank you. You've been a very gracious hostess. You're look forward to doing the same to you one day. Sounds awesome. Thank you again for listening to another listening and or watching another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I hope that you enjoyed Alan, his cool former Zen monk vibes and his soulmate revolution, which he's on a mission to help people connect with other soulmates on the planet. So until next week, please make sure you subscribe and that you do like this video. Please feel free to share it with all your friends and family and those who are looking for some other cool spiritual vibes and insights from beautiful people around the world sharing their amazing services and energy. And until next time, just remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.